And welcome back to this Irish Life podcast number 30. Yes. Welcome back. Let's go on, shoes. How are you, brother? Very good. Give me some. What's up, peeps? It feels like a long time. What's it up, has peeps? been a long time. It feels time. like a long time since we've actually done that little. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like Ages. Ages, yeah. Fabulous. So, um, back. I suppose we'll, we'll kind of small go back a small bit where we were we watched mcgregor live that mm-hmm. was class we really enjoyed the uh <laughs> the experience we tell a story we got up um everyone anyway in, in the whole world either went to bed and got up or else they stayed up and drank or did whatever and just like nail it and then the, the minute the boys fought people were like pulled up to watch it or everyone was up to watch it all over the world yeah. so we we said we have to do this Facebook Live and YouTube Live. <laughs> Which and we pulled make... off quite well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, did, yeah. So we commentated on the fight. Um, yeah. And it was great just fun. a great... And we had Owen Crowley, a good friend of ours, uh, on the show as well. And basically the, uh, the outcome wasn't great for McGregor, but it was unreal for us. We loved it and we got a lot of views and really helped the podcast and helped the, uh, the idea of going live. And I think a lot of uh, Irish fans, uh, martial arts fans, and loved it, loved the idea of it. Mm. It was class. And it was nice to have some people across the world watching Donny Cronin, asking me live, what do you think of this? We were answering him. It was very exciting like, though, you know, wasn't it? Like, oh, it was. see McGregor in the boxing shorts and all the get up. Yeah, yeah. And then when he was and in the ring. And we didn't do a great job commentating either, just so people know. Like, we were absorbed It was fight. total like Fight Companion yeah. Joe Rogan, but worse. But yeah. it was good crack. Uh, we had a great good time. Fun. It was very good. Yeah, it was it was actually quite good because we had Owen, uh, our buddy, listening to them commentating, and, <laughs> yeah, and he would tell us what they're saying, and we'd be like, "That's not true at all." So it was like, I I I, ma- I matched it with the fight the next day, and I really enjoyed it. Us, I did as well. Yeah. yeah so if good. you want, if you want to watch McGregor and, and Mayweather, Mayweather again, fight. And put it on. Listen to us commentating. Do our commentary. Yeah. Yeah. It's you on YouTube. You can check it out. Sync up, and we keep syncing up. So you yeah. can every sync round up. we're syncing up. Sync so you you'll get it. Like so, um, definitely check it out. It's on YouTube. Yeah, good, uh, good fight. But uh, the outcome was so good for boxing, and it was so it was such a martial arts move out of Mayweather. Do you know? Mm. Everyone t- calls McGregor the martial artist, and like, come on. Mayweather's a martial artist as well. He's like a martial artist in the skill of boxing, which is one part of MMA, or it is a martial art in the Olympics, or you know, mm-hmm. professional or whatever. So when he when he was able to show that one martial art can beat just as well another martial art, which is McGregor's form of boxing. Yeah. It was interesting because he showed not he didn't show like brutal power, even though he hit McGregor hard, but it was more like he showed this is what boxing is. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna drone you. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was like this. There it, it was a couple of times you could see him smiling, and when yeah. we were like, oh look at this, he's smiling, and we we started knowing then straight away. Yeah. Once it became evident after a while that yeah. you know after four rounds yeah. it looked like Mayweather wanted to up to the pace then and yeah. then it looked like he was able to hurt McGregor, a lot Calm of body shots, shots yeah. head shots. McGregor um, was um at the beginning it was a flurry won at the, the beginning eight. of the round. You know that? But I think yeah. when he won the eight 
he was really pooped yeah. after that. And I think when he went back after that, it was just fading. But it was a great challenge, great performance. He threw a lot of punches. He, he landed a couple. He landed a good, a good couple, to be fair. Um, but look, it was just something different. Unreal. Unreal. I wouldn't mind seeing a bit more of it with some good uh, strikers, to be honest. Uh, good strikers are around, like heavyweights, whatever. I reckon boxing. Our boxers yeah. come to like Anthony Joshua could totally come to MMA. Just the power he has and the yeah. explosiveness. He could probably just pan, come in, pans dudes yeah. out, like you know. Just like a Brock Lesnar yeah, kind of. Yeah, just, just like the switch over, look a bit, you know, to get some jujitsu going. Get your takedown defense going. Yeah, uh, sure. Look, before you know, two two years ago, you're a blue belt, like yeah. you know, you're good, like you're sorted. All the defences there. And as long as they've got one core skill, you know, I think, you know, if you're a mm. super strong boxer and you're a world championship boxer, you can go in, you can beat a lot of MMA guys, certainly. Yeah. In MMA. Yeah. If you can get the basics right. Well, it, it's, your, it, there's like a timing thing in the round. And mm. every round. So you're the boxer, you're coming in, you need to be able to take down the fence and maybe get out of jiu-jitsu uh, techniques for at least a minute, maybe two, maybe five minutes. So that means you need to do jiu-jitsu classes so you can yeah. like be under 10 minutes pressure so then when you're in a position where you can punch still and you can still move and still do different things that you're good at and also he's trying to do his jiu-jitsu and keep it down you know it, it becomes a kind of an even playing field because you can you know start punching or elbowing when you need to and stuff like that so even though he can take you down I'm sure Anthony Joshua would be okay on the ground throwing hands as well, like yeah. You know, like it, it would be, it wouldn't be that easy for anyone. Yeah, if getting a boxer into the, down, yeah. the MMA, like especially a Definitely. power boxer, power puncher. So hats off to the boxers. Hats off to the boxers. Well done. Yeah, unreal. Yeah. Keep it up. But that's not what today's podcast is about. No, that was just an intro, it light intro. intro. Uh, we were, were going to talk about back. some events, UFC coming up there <clears> real quick. Uh, UFC Cyborg versus Holly Holm is making massive kind of chatter about it. Like everyone reckons Holly is, she's well able. You know, she's she's mm. a world champion yeah. boxer. Like so, she's faced this level of competition before, this level of animal before. But Cyborg is just a lunatic. Yeah, she used to the gills. Yeah, beats <laughs> men around the gaff for the laugh. Yeah. I don't. I can't see how anybody could beat Cyborg. To be honest. Yeah, she's, yeah. Everyone's saying like Cyborg. What, what height is she? She's 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 nearly. She's just as tall as home anyway. Yeah, five, yeah. ten, eleven. She's built like. The only way you describe her build is like Tyson. Yeah. She's very Tyson like for a woman. She's very kind of like this explosive kind of. Even when she fights, she did get stopped, in a, a Muay Thai fight, by a knee to the head. Um. Might be wrong now since she got stopped. She definitely lost the fight anyway. Um, I think she got stopped, right? Maybe she lost it. Maybe she missed the count or something. Mm. I mean, I, the Lion Muay Thai fight, check it out anyway. But she wasn't good against this tall Muay Thai fighter. This girl was big, like, and she seemed to ha just have that kind of thing. And she just clonked over a knee into the face, and Cyborg was in trouble. Yes. So I reckon if, if uh, home has any advantage in this fight or any hope, Mm. To fucking get past this smashing machine of destruction, I reckon she's gonna have to get some knees to the head. The cyborg, she might have to get cyborg going for takedowns and then plant the yeah. knee to the head. It looks like one glitch she might have in her um, her arsenal just from 
past fights. Nice. You know? It'll be interesting to so see if that. That's what I think anyway. Where's the tape? Nice. So Who else is up as well? I was thinking uh, GSP, GSP. Bisping. I'm GSP. super excited about this You'll one. have to do a GSP impression. Hey guys, it's George here. It's, uh, yeah. Fuck you, George. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone wants to check out some funny stuff, check out the cartoons of George St. Pierre and Nick Diaz on YouTube. Uh, really, really good. I think it's called Fight Network or something like that. It's very funny. Yeah. But, um, Very funny, just type in uh, Nick Diaz. This is George St. Pierre here. Cartoons. I forget time. I just go away, I come back, and I'm, I'm back again. You can do Nick Diaz as well, can't you? Fuck you, George. You know, bunny gun in your fucking head. You know what that's like, George? You caught me off guard here, no? I know, yeah. But, but, uh, Epic, I, though. Yeah, but some anyway. Man for the, some man for the accent. But yeah, just having a bit of crack. But basically, Bisbean. Alright. He's such a fucking chav, like, not a yeah. chav, a London fucking, uh, Manchester actually. But he has that thing about him where he's just so saucy. Yeah. Like, McGregor wasn't the sauce, first saucy bollocks, you know? Like, Bisbing is the fucking fighter, excuse my French, that you don't want to be looking at when you're weighing in. Because he's so annoying. You just want to yeah. hit him, like. You know? Right in your face. <laughs> but, uh yeah, who's who have you got for that? You've got you've got. Uh... Well, what I have is I have. Okay, I'll give you two things. So you're right. gonna love this. Let's see what you think as well as this. See. So you got two fighters, right? Mhm. Mm two of them have very similar records in finishes. So let's just say, like five round decisions. And mm. the two of them have a lot of five round decisions and three round decisions in their wins. Okay. As comparison to knockouts. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they're not, in the record, no, they're not knockout artists. And in the record, they do have stoppages. Do you know, like, round the pound and knockout shots. There is, yeah. of course, there is, like. But they're not, they're not like McGregor, like, do you know? Yeah. Or, like, some other, like, you know, hard-hitting puncher, yeah. like, you know? Knockouts. Knockouts, like. Uh, even Cerrone would have a bit of a highlight reel for taking fellas out, you know? Yes. Stuff like that. So, um, when you look at the two lads... Uh, you you can't help but think that Bisbing and GSP have had very similar ways of training, and this wrestling uh, takedown is a big part of their game plan. Bisbing as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you actually watch Bisbing's fights, he does mix it so well that he strikes, he punches, you know, he elbows, he kicks, then he takes it down, then he uh, you know gets in a good position, and then he might win the round. And then the next round he'll box you up again. Yeah. And he'll switch it up. <clears throat> and he just has this tempo where he can just switch that gear up. Where he'll feel that your grappling is, is tired because your striking is, is good, do you know? Yeah. And he'll just up the tempo on that party you then and he'll just he'll take it to nice. you like. And Bisbee has this ability that is like if you could teach this to fighters, they'd all be world champion. That's yeah. why Bisbee is world champion. No one gives him recognition, but this is what he's up to, like I, I think anyway. If you look at his, his career, what he's done. So he seems to be just the ultimate tactician with his cardio. Mm -hmm. D Diaz brothers do it as well. Yeah. They get quite emotional, I'd say. But uh, <laughs> Bisbean just, uh, I think he's found, you said this before as well, I think he's found this new thing of being able to knock fellas out. And, and, and I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't think he went forward enough before. I heard him say something. And now he actually does, like, now he yeah. like, goes for it. Like. He makes those gaps, the traps, you know, to catch the jaw. Yeah. He just really, really knows if he keeps pushing the momentum. And you reckon that, that he'll take out George? 
Uh, reckon, how do you reckon it's going to go down? Well, I'm just talking about him anyway yeah. and what he's doing at the moment. I think it's very interesting because he seems to be like a really good martial artist yeah. because of it. I would agree. And he's Definitely. small as well. He's not a big middleweight, you yeah. know? He's small. Like, Wasn't he fighting? I'm sure he's a big guy now, Jesus. Like, oh, he was fighting 205, yeah. but he would have been small there yeah. as well. But, um, so I think down at 185, he's actually hats a beast. off to Bisping. I don't think he ever did rise, to be honest. I no, reckon he's that. a legit athlete. And, I'd say, as and he's calling them all out for years. Like. That's what he's saying. Like He's saying that um, you know, when he wasn't able to... He got he got no title wins because he wasn't on the juice and everyone yes. was on. Everyone else was on the juice. Exactly. It's a minute in. They started. Nice rain there in the background. Nice rain. But the, the minute in, they started... Um, Getting caught for rides and stuff, the real champs appear. Yeah. But I tell you so about GSP on the other hand. Mm -hmm. So GSP, I was gonna speak a bit louder there now just in case this gets bad sound. Yeah. But GSP is the ultimate tactician. Hates getting hit. But hates getting hit for a reason that like he thinks that he'll lose the fight. It's not that he doesn't want to get hit, he doesn't mm -hmm. mind getting hit. But it's just like he doesn't want to lose the round. Yeah. So he gets this thing in his head where he just won't get hit. Yeah. So he'll hit you, he's really good timing. He usually has better striking than most of the guys he fights, weirdly enough. But he won't knock them out. Like he's a it's a it's a strange kind of thing now. Like he might even outbox Nick Diaz. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like uh, GSP's striking is really high level, like like super high level. But he would do it in such a way that he would always use the little bits of takedown and yeah. Of, uh, so his know, style is similar to Bisping's as well. Yeah, yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. So um, what he hasn't done though, before he left, was take it to the next level like Bisping did. Mm. And Bisping even said this himself. Bisping said, uh, George goes, oh, you should see me now. The George now. The George now will would beat the George before. Hey, the George now is so good, he is so strong. I would take him down and ground and pound. And Bisbee was like, Yeah, mate, what the fuck? Of course, the Bisbee now would beat the shit out of the Bisbee back then as well. Yeah. That's, um, that's called, uh, what did he say it was called? Oh, like your con contribution to the life of being a martial artist. That's your gains. Yeah. It just shows you're actually continuing, it doesn't show you've stopped. So Bisping basically gave himself props yeah. to what St. Pierre was saying. And if you think about it, Bisping's right. St. Pierre hasn't brought it to the next level mm -hmm. of being able to knock fellas out, yeah. put them away, and Bisping has. You're right, Bisping has shown that he's added that. And that's not luck, he's done it a couple of times. Yeah, he's he has, fellas. yeah. yeah. He, he knows now, he's got the McGregor trap mindset now. He's got like, I know where I need to go, boom, 100%. Yeah. Like, Middle of the round one, Committing. or maybe it's the middle of the round five. Yeah. Who knows? Waiting for that opportune you know? time when and he will fucking drone you if he needs to. Or you know, whatever Cardio he can. is ridiculous as well, isn't yeah. it? Oh Jesus! So my favourite here is I reckon if you're betting on this. Potentially, I wouldn't rule out a draw. I would not rule out a draw. Yeah. After seeing this triple G, Canelo carry on. His rules and rules are rules, and if judges think a round was a draw and another judge think another round was a draw and then there's a, like a 10-9 a 10-9 another round and it's very hard actually to like, get your head around how can get uh, such a bad result but it actually yeah. can happen so I think when there's a big high pro profile fight 
You have a lot of judges who want to be like on the fence a bit. They're like, fuck, I don't know what to call that round. Yeah. They call it a draw. Yeah. So and then they throw a spanner in the mix of the real uh, yeah. winner. Do you know? True. So. I <laughs> see. So see. I reckon. I would say the same. Visiting, to be visiting, visiting for uh, hopefully. Uh, I, I'd like to see St. Pierre come back, to be honest. But I was, I was hoping he'd go lighter, to be honest. Yeah. He's not blown up. He's blown up. I know. Maybe he's comfortable with that. And he's mm. like. I don't think he ever did rides either, to be honest. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Look, maybe he did, but I, I don't think he did. I think they're two legit fighters. TJ Dillashaw, Cody Gobrand, that's some old school, uh, like two guys from a club going back fighting each other. Joanna, Joanna, Jim Jacek, and Nan Pajamas. Nan Pajamas, Rose Namajunas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that should also be a good fight. There's another fight as well, I can't remember who it is. Doesn't even matter. We're going to cover this anyway. We'll definitely have another one. I reckon that's. Oh man, totally, yeah. Okay, shoes. What's the bollocks alert today? Bollocks alert today is negativity, negativity. and the mind. Yes, negativity and the mind. Very topical at the moment with mental health. Lot, yes. A lot of people focused on it's how. A good chat about mental health. Yeah. I don't know. Go for it. A lot of people nowadays have. Low levels like anxiety, depression, they're unhappy for whatever reasons, and this is something that's on a large scale. It was probably always there, but mm. people are talking about it more and more. It's coming more to the front of people's minds, mm. and it's becoming part of something. That Everyone needs seems to be, to be affected by this, this mental health thing. Like, this, yeah. if you think about it, like. well, it affects all of us. You know, like even you and I, mm. we're affected. Um, you know, yeah. I mean. It goes back to probably, you know, lots of different things that could have happened any time mm. in your life. And, you know, whatever. Like a thought that you yeah, can't get rid of. Just a, just a, something that annoyed just a, that you for piece, years. Yeah, you know. Still there. Negative thought patterns that embed themselves. And no, admit, yeah. potentially no one ever said what I'm going to say here or no next. Get rid of the thought, push it out of your head, yeah. think positive about whatever that thought is. Because yeah. it happy. is negative thinking. Be happy it's think in the past. Today. I know you got the future, be happy for what you have. You know, like think about like does it really matter about that thought? Can you control it? You're like okay, let's say worst case scenario, you're gonna change the change the past. Is that gonna look at like onwards and upwards like yeah. easier fine. said than done though for me. Easier said than done. And that's why it's important that we take a look at this mental health thing. Very important. I think you and me are going to get big into we're, this. We're going to do something. We, reckon we are it could be actually, doing something. A look, lot. We reckon it could be something that's going to be big for the podcast. We, we've, we're designing a website and stuff like that that's going to help people. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go into that next time. Yeah. Removing a negative mindset, mm. you know, keeping it on the, on the bollocks alert and how, how bollocks. Yes negative mindset is that removing it is, is a trick yeah. it's a trick isn't it though yeah. i mean you have to retrain your thinking and you I have think, to be uh, I, I think, ways of I doing it and that's what we're going to talk about one uh, thing that i really find that i'm after grasping and i say this a lot and people can uh, can throw their eyes up to heaven all they want and think that i'm mental for this but i think people should start doing this you do it a lot start forgiving people Forgive whatever 
Thai pattern brings you back to a person or a thing or maybe your missus or maybe your brother or forgive and don't forgive him like forgive him for for the thing as well just leave go like you know mm -hmm. no easier said than done but you have to remember this is a thing that we're actually this is a power that we were given and it's forgotten i reckon anyway and uh, religions kind of figured it out along the way I mean, it's whenever thousands hundreds i don't know i don't know but when they figured this Thanks. out they threw it right in with the you know going to mass and all that so it made mass powerful mm -hmm. or not mass you know going to church or you yeah. know going to... so the forgiveness thing is a thing you should do all the time practice it as much as you can forgive yourself as well is forgive yourself and accept yourself as much as you can easier said than yeah. done for again like forgive what he means by forgive yourself was like forgive that you didn't to do the thing to help that person exactly. when you should have done it and you know oh god i left that person down i never got to tell him i was sorry and yeah. like forgive yourself you can't do nothing but just drive on and try your best like that forgiveness will give you a good feeling of letting go that letting yeah. go will give you a powerful feeling go. of positivity yeah. and then that allows the positive pattern to come in so the negative pattern if you let go of it Mm. allows the positive to replace it but you can't i don't think you can really if you don't let go of the negative stuff i think mm. it's more difficult to put a positive thing and i think that's where yeah a lot of the you're, mental health stuff nowadays falls down so it's easier said than done of course but there's a couple of things you can do to tap into this forgiveness you can like do things that make you like the runner's high is the thing they go on about when you're you're running you're basically mm. like high on weed and the runner's high is this thing where you go running all the time and you feel great and you get it every day or every second day you get it two days you go every second day so the runner's high would be a way of helping your high vibration helping you feel good and also giving you that kind of feeling of do you know what i'm gonna just leave that go yeah so that's and that links into the breathing as well mm, so, oh yeah which is something that is huge hashtag Wim Hof hashtag Wim Hof Dave Buckley over in the boys so, there in Australia so as remember well. we've spoken about the runner's high and we've spoken about how that it's probably linked to the breathing as well because when you're running yeah. your breathing pattern becomes deeper yeah Wim Hof said this as well it oxygenates yeah. the yeah. blood because you're breathing more heavily Put yourself under pressure yeah. so if you're not because not everybody can run no. not everybody can run no. so Check out Wim Hof if you haven't already. Um, yeah. But I think that that's a very important way to, uh, even when we've done the Wim Hof, the level of clarity and focus that suddenly comes mm. in. So when you've got the chitter chatter going on in the mind, it brings you to like a central place when you yeah. do like the three breaths, 30, uh, 30 we, breaths. We're going to go into that there in the main topic, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say but, so. Uh, nice. but, yeah. but that's the bollocks of anyway. But yeah, so basically, just trying to tune into that feeling and trying to tune into uh, other stuff as well that we're going to get to. But um, definitely, negativity in the mind, and I'm just going to finish it up with a little bit of a poem. Oh, yes. Poem is our mind. Your mind... Sorry, one second. <laughs> your, your own mind has great power. He or she does not know this yet. And our minds have been hijacked by a crazy alternative to talking and storytelling, fun, singing and dancing. The alternative is radio, TV, online, Facebook 
sorry, online hashtag Facebook. Our minds are gone most of the of the day because of work, hobbies, play, all alongside our new age radio <laughs> phones and commas. So basically, the new radio today now is your phone. Exactly. Yeah. Waiting for someone to text, like, share, read, info, repeat to someone so you know stuff. Oh, it's great. We're all guilty of it. We're all guilty. We all get trapped. Our imagination is also hijacked because of our mind being turned into a whorehouse. Now, I hate saying that at the end, but it's so true. Mm -hmm. We must take our power back and control your own mind. So the whorehouse concept means that you leave your mind go, it becomes free, it just does whatever it wants. In a wrong way, you're just sitting there worrying about different thoughts and everything's rushing through. And that, that's, the, that's the analogy of the whorehouse uh, concept. It's, it's just you're, you're in this place where you, you feel free to leave your mind wander and chitter chatter. And you know what? That's not good. You want to control your mind. You want to sit down and go, I'm going to chill here and play some nice music. Yeah. I'm going to do this and breathe like Wim Hof and fill my mind up with oxygen, which and we're going to get to in a it's minute. It's a lost art. Yes. And it's an art that we have been taught to do the opposite of yes. our whole lives. And think about the chitter chatter and all that I was saying the in the poem. The chitter chatter is from the very beginning. Hate. Oh God, I think it's normal to be this flooded with yeah. garbage. Yeah, the teenage years, I mean, all the. Constant, yeah, yeah. and we've to absorb that. But getting back to some sort of level of sanity, mm. it's going to be huge for a lot of people. And to hopefully, out we can help people it. out. Yeah. So, moving on, moving on, is it? girl, moving on. Hey, moving on to the main topic: positive mindset. Yes, that's what it's all about. No, we've got a couple of hacks. All right. A hack is obviously you're hacking into something free, you know. We're going to give you a little hack now, how to hack into the positive mindset, all right? And we're going to count it for 30. Nice. Breathing deep, let go. Trying not to leave all the air out and the breathe out. The lungs up. Let's say we're at 14. Five more. Deep. Last one. That was a quick 
Wim Hof. You feel oh, so unreal. Electric. Yeah. yeah. So it gives you this natural nice. high. You feel like woo. And you so, do three sets of that. Three sets of torque. As many as you want. Yeah, you put you push the air into your brain as well when you hold it in. So the positive mindset, uh, the science behind this, what we just showed you there, is basically you're doing 30 breaths of kind of like a shallow breath out, but a powerful breath in. And the powerful breath in just touches in those parts of your lungs that you don't usually go into. Because a lot of the time, if you're telling me something at work, and you're like, I need this done, Doug and Paul, or whatever you want to call me, I'm like, yeah. I'm not going. Shallow breathing. But yeah. I'm just trying to take it all in as you're telling me. I'm trying to like almost like not breathe loud enough as well so I can listen. Exactly, like there's a yeah. lot going on. There's a lot going on. So we shallow breathe naturally and it, it causes us to stress. It causes us to worry because we've lack, lack of oxygen in the brain. Mm -hmm. And thank God Wim Hof, the legend, possibly the legend. The legend. Has shown us that if you do this to your breathing, to your brain, it will oxygenate the blood. You can show it under a scan. The brain has more oxygen, it fills up, and it also works with subjects who have suffered from depression, not using antidepressants. So they wanted to come to Wim, see could his, his method work. So Wim is like changing people's lives as we speak. I'm talking like hundreds of people a week, maybe and at more, base maybe thousands. Level. At a base level, whether you choose to do the three sets of 30 or whatever it is, if you if you just deep breathe day to day, yes. like I'm sure... Driving your car. Driving your car, you've got a job to do, let's mm. say for example, and I do it in work a lot. Do you know if I have something like a, I've got a meeting or whatever, mm. I'll take, so you know, I'll do some deep breathing beforehand and I'll centre myself as I'm going through the nice. preparation, mm. even before we do podcasts as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've done, you know, we're just, we're in the moment, we're just deep breathing, but we're, we're having our conversation. That's it. And that is something very powerful, particularly if you're in the moment and you find yourself slightly overwhelmed by something that caught you off guard and you need to recenter yourself quickly before mm. you become anxious. And yes. then every, all the body chemistry that goes with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple of deep breaths. And bring yourself back down. There was also a breathing. It's not, it's, sorry. There was another one where you do the, the carbon dioxide increase mm. as well, which is a separate breathing mm. technique. So there's multiple breathing techniques. So I'm just going to give it to you from a different angle here, like because we come from like Ireland and let's just say Western world. You're England, you're, you're Europe, you're, you're, you're America, you're, um, you're even South America, like you're in Brazil or whatever. You understand what's going on. And you know, no one actually really isn't taught in school about like channeling this form of your self-confidence through something that's totally free. Like yeah. you know, you're, you're not you're not telling someone to do fifty push-ups a day. You're not saying, oh, man, you got to do your fifty push-ups. You're going to get fucking muscles. You're going to do this, and you you have to do it. You're just asking someone to try this out, mm -hmm. do some breathing. It, it's it's lost. It's a it's a method that's lost to humanity. Mm -hmm. Just it like forgiveness. It brings everything into center, including the mind, which is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And with that, it gives a very very solid base. Mm -hmm. So as a hack, yeah, for hack. number one, as a hack, number one, deep breathing, Wim Hof. And if you want, I have a great idea. Like me and Shoes have a couple of private things we do ourselves, just chilling out at home. 
I put on this Tibetan stuff that's on YouTube, mm. and it's a, a chakra cleanse. It's like Tibetan music. It's like all like flute. I don't know what it's. But anyway, it's a yellow stone. Is the name yeah. of the thing, and they, they just had this beautiful sound. It's like kind of like a whistle. It's a bit of a tin whistle going on, or some type of weird sound anyway, and it just finds that place in me, everyone will find, where I can get that breathing going, you know. Mm. And then like everyone, like Aoife, leave me alone. I'm doing this, and I'm like, get the answer back going, maybe. Yeah. And then you just get your own bit of breathing going, maybe starting off, maybe do something like that. Get this ritual thing going, light some candles, even. Yeah. Do you know, maybe people need to meditate it into themselves rather than thinking I need to do my breathing now. <laughs> Definitely, well, it's whatever works because yeah. I mean, I have to say, on the flip side, that you know, doing three sets of turkey, you can do them anywhere, anytime, yes. and you don't like the le the less excuses, the better. I think yes. at times, yes. it's nice to make an experience of it, but sometimes creating the experience can yeah. be a barrier to actually mm. just getting it done. Yes. Um, so I think from from that point of view. There's, there's many ways, you know, like with exercise as well as we were saying. Well, yeah, running. moving on to exercise, yeah. like that's that's amazing. Uh, and yeah. finding a passion and a bit of an art for yourself. Mm. Whether it be you and me are like we're, we're experienced in like exercise, the gym, mm. you know, doing all like playing football, playing this, playing that, and and now when you think about it, you're trying to find the passion again. Otherwise, it's all boring, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Like going to the gym is boring unless you're going to the gym for something, and uh, when you're going to the gym for football you know you're kind of more legs orientated because it's football you know if you're going to the gym for rugby it's kind of all around your body and then you start wondering what other kind of things are interested because you know you're like i like kind of doing this and then you figure out like martial arts is good like you're mm. finding a new passion with martial arts uh, even though you've always had a passion yeah but this mm. is like a, a wish you've had for years yeah the time you wanted number one you just wanted a night to yourself yeah maybe two if possible and uh, finding that you, so not only you know gym like you're not gymming it up but you're at home you're doing all your gym work your pull-ups your push-ups you're fit out you're strong lift your own body weight no hassle and, uh, and now you're after finding this passion with muay thai martial arts and just boxing everything thrown into the one but uh, we're going to train in my club such a pet muay thai in blackpool and we've uh, tapped into this thing we're talking to uh, our buddy lee who listens to this Saying uh, like he was on about like oh you know we want to make sure no one gets injured no and and I was like yeah 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 plenty of tiger bam and I, mm -hmm. I was thinking tiger bam in my head and he was like no no plenty of clothes remember I was saying that then yeah. I was, so I rang shoes I said man loads of clothes and he was like really I said yeah like a hoodie so yeah. like a hoodie a pair of shorts socks you're skipping doing that at the start you're doing a sort we did a soccer class like thirteen stations. Covering clothes, hoodie. Yeah, still the clothes, yeah. Each station now could be like push-ups or like one station was kicking the bag, elbowing the bag and yeah. punches. It's good stuff, isn't it? It's great. Brilliant. Cool, like. Yeah. Free, your own mind makes it up, you know, so you're going to go. Yeah. The heat, that was another great the, thing. Oh, there was a heater there. For the, for the mind, yeah. as in, oh, yeah, to pull it back yeah, to the yeah. positivity oh, as well. Oh, yeah, sweat glands. You know, like the... Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Dr. Rhonda Patrick, and it's another life hack or a mind mm, hack. Life you hack. You know, play out or, or check out different methods of playing with the mm. heat and the cold, which is the other side of Wim Hof as well. Yeah, when so we were on about breathing, Wim Hof does a lot because of cold therapy. Because what's happening with all of these things, and this is the trick that I think that people need to remember and that we need to remember, is that all it is is chemistry at the end of the day. It's 
the positive hormones and the negative hormones of the body playing out in your brain. Good way and we know it. that that's related to your gut, it's related to um, your stress levels, it's related to mm. your thought patterns, and that will produce either cortisol mm. and negative uh, stress and, hormones. And, and we're only light. Like this it is will skin, produce like, the yeah. uh, it will produce the positive hormones, the endorphins, mm. and using all these hacks, you can tap into that chemistry so, in the same way as medicine. So I'll bring yeah, balances. I'll bring it back to we're, we're inside know? the class. Shoes got his hoodie up, no proper your hood there, shoes, you know. So he's got the hoodie up, and he's inside the class doing all the stations, thirteen stations now. Like you know, you're getting you. you so what you're doing actually, there's there's a logic behind the madness of Lee's class is that he's getting all the muscles going in the arms build up, getting the legs build up, the squats. He's getting the like the punches and the kicks ready because you're only doing 30 seconds tipping around, you know. And then like once the, you do 13 stations by three, and he brings the clock down so 45 seconds, 30 seconds, 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. That's the rounds, you know. That's the way it goes. That's the way it? it goes. So I love the way it goes. It's a real crazy pattern. You need a timer, yeah. And the timer needs to tell you when to go again and all this kind of stuff you, as well. Yeah. So it's cool to have that little bell timer to create 15 second intervals. And um, so Leahy's got all this really uh, worked out in such a way that your body is not burning muscle, it's building muscle. Mm -hmm. It's burning fat. Yeah. Because it's never doing something too long at a station. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Like if you did push ups all, you know, I know we do, we would do 200 push ups just showing off or whatever but you know you're trying to get the whole body built you're trying to structure and build up the skeleton yeah and then like we had all the clothes on we were doing all this and then we uh oh, we did our skipping before that sorry the five runs of skipping before the the circuit class uh then after that we stretched he, that's another thing he said he said way more stretching yeah like before and after so this was the stretch so we stayed in our clothes for the stretch nice and warm and then it was like right lads grab pads and a partner so then we took Turn off, took off our clothes, put on the skins. You didn't, but you know, this is mm -hmm. what we will do in future. Put on the leg skins, put on tie shorts, put on skins, top if you have it, or a yeah. t shirt. But make sure you're dry again because you've just warmed up, got the sweat glands going. You're like, you feel like you just have to come up a Bikram yoga class, but in a good way. Yeah. Or maybe you're in the middle of the class. Do you know, you're at some well, point where you're comfortable. You're at the point where you're comfortable, that's yeah, it. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing. And then when you take off the clothes and you start the Muay Thai after the circuits, you, um, you, uh, yeah, totally. You, uh, I'll just finish out this class. Yeah, uh, I, I, You do the Muay Thai pad stuff, dry and comfortable, and you're not so, so it's important that, that if you want to have a really good experience doing this, bring a lot of clothes and do it like this because you imitate being in Thailand. And that's the cool, that's the key to this. This martial art was made in a hot, hot country and they kind of forget that you get a bit cold and cranky when you, you know, don't stretch out and stuff like that. Yeah. So like when you just imitate that, that mindset, the body needs to be sweating almost mm -hmm. before you start moving. And there's a fierce positivity with the uh, the grind that you have to go oh, with. Oh, the grind, the uh, heat 13 stations. And the sweat, but it's saying with all the clothes on oh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. the intensity. You so push yourself. If like... you're doing exercise at intensity and you're doing the heat thing with it, 
there's a fierce mind thing to go with it. And I do have to say, I think like a combination with the with the veggie thing that we've been doing recently oh, yeah, yeah. has had a huge impact on my thinking as well. Yes. And um, my mental strength and the way I look at things, I mm. think, has also... Your gut health, see? Kind of softened the gut health. The so science of it is your gut health you know? is actually better now because you're not eating meat. Yeah, so, I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, but, I mean, unreal. Unreal, unreal. Fair One other thing I want to add to the positive uh, before we move on. Moving on, is it? Moving on! <laughs> is the power that a goal and knowing what your goals are and what you want to achieve in life is, because this is something that I've done and it's something that's helped me. And I think you've done it as well, but maybe not in a structured way as I've done it. Nice. So, ha knowing what you want out of life, and that's something that like anyone who's familiar with McGregor will know, he talks about law of attraction kind of stuff, but it's more so whether you go with law of attraction or not, having an idea of where you want to get to and how you want to get there is very powerful in focusing the mind on what you, on focusing the mind on a goal to achieve. And I think it's very easy to wander around, not really with a direction and lots of kind of, lots of things happening that are you're only kind of half in control of. But to have, write out your goals, whether they be health related, career related, family related. Dream big. Dream big. Forgive. What do you look, um, what, and what are you good at? What are you good what, at? Where's your passion? Where is your little glitch where you're like, if I got good at this, I could do something and then I could be good at this. And, and that's a good thing. Mm. Like, like hone in on that. Because I tell you, I have two kids at home. I'm going to figure out what their thing is and I'm going to push them as well if they want. You know, this is a thing where... This is how you end up kind of like a small bit happier than you could have been, you know? Exactly. And, and you're just a, in a good place. And it's just a bit of planning. <coughs> it's a bit of planning to your thoughts and a bit of planning on where yes. you're going to throw as much of your energy as possible. And then when you get behind it and then when you use the other hacks like the gut health and the, the heat shock and the cold shock and the breathing. Mm. I mean, you really do become... Like speaking from experience personally now, yeah, and yeah. you can too. Oh, yeah. You feel... Very, very powerful. I'm going to start going back to the cold showers after this podcast. That's it. I, I had an I just epic one last night. Nice. Really, yeah. Really epic. I had a, a bath, hot bath for 40 minutes. Yeah. Got a sweat on, and then I had a cold for shower sure. for 15. about 15 after, Jeez. and it was icy cold, and it was unreal. And I felt epic. I did Wim Hof during it. Wow. Feel, feel unreal. So I think it must be said though that the power of mm. you know one of my goals is to do Wim Hof. You know, mm. a simple goal, you know. Yeah. Write yeah. it down. One yes. of, I want to do cold shock and heat shock every day. Mm. I decided that and then I, went and I did it. I want to do Muay Thai. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've you come get, back you around. Get, like you want to get real crafty at it as well, because you know you've a great body type for it as well. Yeah, it's and I've I've got the uh, I've I've developed a passion for it. Mm, you do a bit of an understanding, you know, a as bit well. Of an understanding. You, know, you want to start sparing and yeah, which yeah. would be great. Class, man, yeah, yeah, love it. Looking forward to that. Brilliant, brilliant. So I think it's, uh, and I never would, I never would have thought of that before. And I think a lot no, of it's got to do the, with veggie. all the things. Your mind's clearer. Just everything, yeah, and I feel more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and rule number one as well is another this brings big us thing. In, this br rule number one. Jesus, this brings us one. right into the hot topic. Hot topic. Hot, hot topic. topic. We'll do this real quick now, right? Hot topic is the wolf pack. What you're saying there, you're on about going training, and you you, you figure out now that like what you like we've doing doing this podcast every Wednesday night for like you know over a year now, whatever. But we've decided you know the Wednesday night this Muay Thai thing is Wednesday night, so now we're gonna do a podcast a different night. Mm -hmm. But you're saying. You've, you've realized what's, what's important for you 
and you want something and this passion is Muay Thai is where it lies because you figured we tried it a couple of times and you know every now like to be fair like you did up the training the last six months you and me have done a lot of training mm. uh, I think that's been part of it as well like yeah. laying the groundwork yeah but yeah. a lot of it like what this what the hot topic is is like is this wolf pack thing so as you and I are yeah. in the same wolf pack we meet Lee he then meet Lee, he, he's yeah. there he's there he's in the wolf pack maybe one of the lads like Fergal or who else is there now up in the club exactly you know, Scott Whoever's, or BB or whatever but it's people that you're comfortable with and yeah. this is a thing that I think is important that when you go in search of it's kind of like even goes back to the life art thing that mm. we were talking about in one of the other podcasts but when you go to kind of focus your energy on something that you've wanted to do but you were never that comfortable to do it yeah doing yeah. it with your wolf pack wolf pack yeah. and having the support of somebody mm. else with you is huge yes to do it, you and know? you know these classes are no fun on your own yeah so it's good to have a couple of guys you know and you know if they bring someone new then the new guy feels like he knows everyone as well because he his buddy knows mm. everyone and there's a lot of that going on and it's just a great thing to find it's a powerful tool that's and then there's always a christmas party coming around and all these kind of different things mm -hmm. that are good crack if you want if you wanted to yeah. go to them and they're all good you know? energy it's all high great energy, fun so like you're best fun ever train, you know ever messing and it's all good because you've got shared passions and yeah. you know yeah. shared interests and uh, the camaraderie, camaraderie is the main uh, key word between uh, exactly. men and women uh, with it because there's a huge mutual respect there where everyone knows that they, they, they grind together every week and they could grind I'll give you a quick story we'll finish with this one there was um, a, a, a Muay Thai show there before up in uh, Galway and uh, there was a, a bit of an old tussle afterwards with the whole club oh yeah involved in something but nothing happened, no. All right, there was a couple of <laughs> punches thrown over, whatever. Like you know, it was no biggie. Like Probably. it was all good. Don't believe it. I wasn't there, no. Jesus. I wasn't there. Lads were there. <laughs> but what we were saying is, imagine if it really kicked off. Oh, jeez. Because yeah, because here you have a full club of people who train together all the time. There was like twenty of them there. Some of them were after fighting that night, and next thing, like. One or two people from another club who shouldn't have been there started f trying to fight a couple of people from our something like that happened, yeah. <clears throat> and everyone just had to know not to, yeah. because they were like, "Oh man, if we all kick off here, we're going to kill the two lads who are trying to do all this, and we're probably going to just destroy the place of everyone. The bunksters are probably going to get yeah. hammered, you know." It was like a, a full lot of multi specialists who would just go to town if they needed to, and it, I remember the story. It was like. It was so inspiring because what inspired me about it is not one of them were worried up there. They were all so safe because they were all in camaraderie. That circle, the wolf pack, mm -hmm. was there. They didn't care where they were. They could have been in Afghanistan, man. Yeah. They didn't give a hoot. Yeah. They were yeah. like, let's go. Yeah. I know BB's there. He's there. He's over there. Let's do it. Yeah. So it was brilliant. Like, it was a great story and nothing happened. No one got hurt. But it was just like camaraderie that happens in clubs. And like you know, that can be there for you any time. And doesn't it doesn't have, have to be, it doesn't have to be yeah. martial arts. It can be soccer, football, like That's GAA it. is yeah. great. Oh yeah, the tough boys a, and girls. Yeah, you wouldn't and, want uh, to come across against the team, and, and that disrespect in one or two of their homies, and you think you're, you'll have a full crew of boys there to trample you like. Exactly. <laughs> so girls, it's important so. to tap into that, and I think that 
Um, it's Come important as time goes on and we have children as well mm. that it's important to keep <laughs> tapped into it. And we have this wolf pack thing that like monkeys do it as well. We're very pack oriented mm -hmm. and like when we're in work, let's say whoever's this, you know, put them, think about work. I remember I was saying this to you before, I guarantee you'll see like a pack, you know, the guys who were there the longest, they have a click, then there's mm. a couple of clicks and you're kind of in a click yourself. And it's all good, you don't need mean any intention by it, but you kind of have to be in your own click as well because you might get out of your click, you know, like there's exactly, all this kind of going yeah. on. But that's, that's actually pack stuff. That, like mm. wolves do that, monkeys do that, and what it really is is like there's an alpha in the click, and he's the coolest in their click, and then there's like a second coolest, and there's all yeah. this kind of stuff. But that's fine. That's how we naturally yeah. are together. Yeah, everybody has. But just tune into that. Yeah. And, and manipulate it. Start bringing more people together. Start being a bit more talkative, knowing that people are a bit, you know, scared of being outside their click. Yeah. And when you start showing that you don't give a fuck, like rule number one, don't give a fuck. Excuse me, French. Rule number one. It's oh, rule number two as well. Back to rule number one. Don't, don't forget it. Rule, don't, <laughs> don't give a fuck. But yeah, very important, very but powerful. Yeah, I think as you said, tuning into it and manipulating it and using it to your advantage and realising that this is all, everything we're talking about, it's all a mind game. Mm. It's a state of mind and it's you choosing to act a certain way or not act another way. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's it. And with that, we're going to pack it right there. This Irish Dave podcast, number 30. Number 30. Shoes and dog. What an Keep event. it positive. Keep the mind keep healthy. positive, lads. Positive habits. Love you listening, lads. Thanks for everything. Thanks we love it. Everything. We're going to keep driving on. Uh, we're yeah, gonna thanks get, for all the support. We're real passionate about our direction now and goal setting with the Muay Thai. Shoes is my new prodigy. And uh, it's after giving me a massive goal as well. So that's our goal. That's just our thing. So if you want to share what yours is, leave some comments if you want on the YouTube videos or in our Facebook. And uh, even if some feedback, we'd love it. All right. Thanks, Fabulous. guys. Woo. See you later, lads.